the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings and welcome to the Maranatha Bible Church broadcast ministry with Pastor Randy Draper. One of the most disturbing trends in the church today is the large number of divorces. One of the major contributors to this trend is the sin of adultery. Listen in today as Pastor Draper continues the series on the Ten Commandments. He will be speaking from the subject, Thou Shalt Not Commit Adultery. He'll be teaching from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. I want to take away where I left off. What preventative measures can we take to keep ourselves from the deadly sin of adultery? You know, adultery is very rampant in the society in which we live, and folk are doing all kinds of things um, with no sense of consciousness and no sense of, of, of godness in their life. If it feels good, just do it. And this kind of thinking has infiltrated the church. As a matter of fact, the church is looking so much like the world nowadays that you don't know who's who. <laughs> I mean, if revival is going to happen, it's not going to happen from Hollywood. It is not going to happen from Washington, D.C. It's not going to. Revival cannot be legislated through Congress. You don't hear what I'm talking about. If we're going to have revival, it's going to begin with God's people. If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and what? Pray and what? Seek my face. What will happen? Turn from their wicked ways. What happened? Hear from heaven. And what? And heal them. Heal their land. But you know where it starts? It starts with the people of God living holy, consecrated lives. And that means that we have to obey the commandments of God. This book is not outdated. It is not antiquated. It is sufficient. And you don't have to make the Bible relevant. It is relevant. It says what it means and it means what it says. And if it says you shall not commit adultery, case closed. Case closed. Well, God don't need our opinions. God doesn't care less about what you think. What really counts is what the word of God says. It's not a gospel according to Draper. It is a gospel according to Jesus Christ. So what preventative measures can we take? We're just going to continue. I wish to God I can go back and review all that from last week. But I really can't because I'll never get through with this week's stuff. So you, if you, you really need to get a tape from last week in order to catch up uh, with what we, we did. But another preventative measure, preventative measure uh, we need to take or uh, consider as it relates to staying away from adultery is not meditating on sexual fantasies. Don't meditate on sexual fantasies. It means that you're chewing on sexual 
ideologies, ideas. You're chewing on stuff in your mind sexually, and you're having fun in your mind with this kind of activity. And what's what's going on in mind will will actually be carried out. Everything starts in the what? It starts in a mind. That's that's what a battleground is. And some of you may be saying, well, I've never committed adultery, but you may have already done it in your mind. You may have already done it in your heart. Adultery in the heart will ultimately lead to physical adultery. It starts where? In the heart. It starts in the heart. Matthew 5. Turn to Matthew chapter 5, verses 27 through 28. Matthew 5, 27, 28. It says in Matthew 5, 27, 28, you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that whoever looks at a woman, whoever what? Uh-huh. Looks at a woman. Oh, I mean, <laughs> to lust for her has already committed adultery in what? In his heart, in his heart, in his heart, in his heart. And so we have to deal with the issue of the heart because if we don't deal with the issue of the heart and get that straight before almighty God uh, and keep it cleansed and purified and purged and, and kicking out stuff that doesn't belong, we'll find ourselves succumbing to and being seduced by the sin. Another thing we need to consider if we're going to resist the temptation of uh, adultery is this. Be satisfied with what God has given you. For Satan is a specialist in deceiving you into thinking that someone else has more to offer you. Be satisfied with what God has given whom? You. For Satan is a specialist. He's a specialist in deceiving you into thinking that someone else has more to offer you. Be careful. Be careful. Uh, in other words, Philippians 4.11 says, not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be what? Yeah. You know what it's saying? Even from this, that we need to be content with our spouse. Husbands, you need to be content with your wife. Wife, you need to be content with your what? With your husband. You need to be content. You say, what do you mean? Don't compare others to your mate. Don't compare others to your mate. Don't don't do that. Be content. Don't expect. In other words, um, God has uniquely fit your spouse for you. Your spouse for you. How many of you know God gave you your spouse? Well, and if you don't know it, well, you got him. You got him. He said I do. So, so Lord, work it out. <laughs> work it out, Lord. Work it out. <laughs> Uh, God has uniquely fit your spouse for you and you know what that means then allow your spouse to be themselves in the Lord allow your spouse to be themselves in the Lord I'm not trying to make my wife like sister so and so I'm not trying to make my wife honey can you do your hair like her you know I'm not saying well, can you do this because when are you going to start throwing that why don't you do this this way uh, Shirley do it this way I'm just making it now I'm not talking about a Shirley if Shirley's here I, I'm just I'm just throwing out a name 
I sure wish you could start. Wait a minute. Let your wife or let your husband be himself, be herself in the Lord, in the Lord. And you, and you get the best out of your spouse by ministering to them, encouraging them and um, and not beating them down and wishing they were like another person. Stop. The spirit of comparison is always dangerous. It's always dangerous. And then this also being satisfied. You, the, everything that glitters in gold. Lord, help me with that now. I hope I can get a little further this time. Everything that glitters. Man, just because she look cute don't mean she's the best thing for you. That's because she's smart and riding a nice car and got a nice degree and look like she can offer you some physical, uh, uh, help your quality of life. And, and, and man, you could be biting in something so demonic, you say, what in the world did I do? Everything look good on them. Amen. And I tell you what, you will not, I say be satisfied with what you have. In other words, now you can try to trade her in if you want to. You're a fool. Because you know what you got, but you don't know what you get. You don't know what you get. You don't know what you get. Well, I'm gonna get get me another. No, you don't know what you know what you got. Allow God to work with what you have. Don't you know nothing's too hard for God? Huh? Matter of fact, that's why I say you need to wait long before you marry. Know that you know you know that God has called you to get married. Amen. Amen. Because when you in it, you in it. (laughs) You don't just, you know. Just dump one, get another, dump one. Four be married four and five and six times with ease. I mean, there ought to be some longevity to the event. I'm so I thank God for some of you been married 40, 50 years. I myself, this coming February, we married 25 years. So I sang beautiful five, and she's still looking good to me. She's the wife of my youth. I ain't like that, honey. <laughs> I'm satisfied. Amen. We grow older together and we can't talk about each other because we're both growing older. Same. Amen. Yeah. Greetings and welcome to the Maranatha Bible Church broadcast ministry with Pastor Rander Draper. We are excited about you joining us today as Pastor Draper continues the message, Thou Shalt Not commit adultery. We'll be teaching from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. And some of you guys want to feel your oats. Time you start hitting your fall at 50, you want to look for something younger. Man, these women will kill you. <laughs> Stay in your bracket. Stay in your bracket. <laughs> <laughs> Get 50 and want to be sugar daddy. <laughs> Don't compare others with your with your spouse. I'm gonna tell you something else about this thing too. In the same area, don't look for others to meet your emotional needs. Why is you ought not be going to another man to meet your emotional needs? 
and wives, you ought not be going to wives, you ought not be going to men, men, you ought not be going to other women to meet your emotional needs. I mean, you said, what do you mean? Constantly seeking advice and counsel from the same person at the same time. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, in the same place. <laughs> Nobody's around in the name of counseling. The rubber's still hitting the road now. <laughs> this leads to adultery. It leads to adultery. And we got some adulterers in this house. You ain't fooling me. Everybody in this house, everybody under my voice not living holy. You look holy. But looking and living is two different things. That's right. Somebody by radio and television. Hey, you can probably, you can tote a two-ton Bible that but that doesn't give you any merit. It's you you're living out the scripture that you're carrying in your hand. Carry in your hand. It's getting kind of quiet now. So, so I mean going to counseling not in other words, constantly seeking counsel and advice from the same person, opposite sex, not including your spouse. You got a problem, you got emotional problem, this kind of problem, that problem. You right away, right wait a minute. Well, she my prayer partner. Wait a minute, what what that other woman that don't be your prayer partner? A whole lot can get done in the name of prayer. You know, a lot of pastors fall in the ministry. In the name of counseling, Amen. You know, call call them over, find some everything going. Some of these folks don't want counseling; they want something else. But uh, this is very real. And let me go on. I'm talking about preventative measures. Y'all hanging on, don't you? You say, "Oh Lord, if we might be another two years in these minutes." Listen, here's something else we need to consider: wives must not withhold sex when you are upset with your husband. Okay. Why that's so funny? Yeah, I said it because it's true. <laughs> I said it and I mean what I said. Everybody else talking about it. Why can't the church? Why can't the church? Everybody else out the closet. Let's deal with the truth here. Let's cut it tight. Yes, sir. Let me show you. Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 7. You say, give me a scripture on that. Some of you hard-headed women. <laughs> look at that man. That man, what they done. It was never done. Some of these men. You said, look, look at it. Look at it. Look at it. <laughs> Boy, the house gonna be packed again next Sunday. <laughs> y'all say it's two sides. Well, I'm gonna get to you. I'm gonna get to this side in a minute. Give me a chance to work on y'all first. First Corinthians seven three through five. <laughs> Men said, "Help yourself." <laughs> First Corinthians chapter seven, verses three through five. Let the husband render to his wife. The affection to her. And likewise, also the wife to her husband. It's not talking about nobody else. You saw wives and what? That's right. Yeah. 
Verse 4, the wife does not have authority over her own body. Uh-oh. But the husband does. <laughs> Is that your Bible? Is it your, y'all, haven't to, y'all haven't torn it out yet, have you? <laughs> and likewise... The husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Do not deprive one another. What deprive what of what? Sex. That's, what, that's in the context of sex. Except with consent. Uh-oh, what? Unlike consent to consent. Now if y'all haven't consented before, you can't say don't touch me. Amen. It get quiet now. Don't don't tell. What you mean? Don't touch you. You didn't talk about it. You didn't agree for. You didn't tell that man you were fasting and praying. <laughs> that you may give yourselves to fasting and prayer, and come to get look. And he's saying, don't fast for no sixty days. <laughs> I'm still fasting. It's it's Christmas. <laughs> fasting and pray. And come together again so that Satan does not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. You still pour too long, Satan get in it. When you can't get what you ought to be getting at home, that creates Satan to put opportunities for folk to get other places what they're not getting at home. You mad because the rascal gone out on you, but you wouldn't give him none at home. That's selfishness. Women, you don't manipulate your husband because he didn't, and not give him that because he wouldn't take out the trash. You mad at him. You're mad at him. You know. Now, women usually have that problem because a man usually always ready. It's always really men, they they're the aggressors. Men. Men are men. Amen. Now I got something else to say in this, and I'm gonna take my time. Y'all listening. Listen. The practice, listen closely, the practice of celibacy, that's the gift of singleness, the gift of uh, not having to have sex. You know, you, can, you don't have to have it, don't need it, and, you, and God has given you that gift. Everybody don't have that gift. The practice of celibacy, that's what it is, is right for singles. Right. They're living a celibate life. Also, some people are gifted with it and others you to live a celibate life because God has commanded you to abstain until married. The practice of celibacy is right for singles. It is wrong for married couples. You can't wait till you get married and not say I want to be celibate. You know, I don't like this. This is nasty. It's not nasty. You know, people say that sex is beautiful. Who made, who created it? Now, you know what happened? Society has perverted sex 
to the point of, I don't even have a description for it. Distorted it, misused it, abused it, taking it out of context. But it is a beautiful God-ordained thing in the marriage union. Only. 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 So you can't say that, uh, well, we're not doing that anymore. You know, I just know you can't do that because you got to understand you had a right to do that when you were single. Now, if you didn't want to do sex, then you shouldn't have gotten married because that's a part of that experience. Amen? Amen. All right. Now, men, it's your time. You said, come on, Pastor. Husbands. Now, your wife is not a sex machine. You cannot treat your wife any kind of way, such as being disrespectful, insensitive, selfish, and still expect guaranteed sexual satisfaction. Now, nah, okay, well, you ought to, so you better talk. <laughs> you can't treat them any kind of way. You say, where does sex begin? It begins in the kitchen. You go wash some dishes. <laughs> All day, don't talk, don't do nothing. Can't wash a pot. Can't pick up behind yourself. All you can say is just give me some. No, wait a minute. You need to have some sensitivity. You need to know how to talk to her. And make the process much better when the when when you are ministering to her and not just just lording over her and being negligent and apathetic and lackadaisical and just uh, you're treating your wife like some kind of who knows what and expect her to just say now you do this because the Bible says you're supposed to do it. Wait a minute. No, no, no. It's a balance of that. You don't, you don't ever do that. You don't use the Bible to your selfish ends. Now, I'm going to say something else. Another point I want to make. Beware of lunch breaks and phone calls from the opposite sex. It leads to adultery. Beware of what? And phone calls. You got the same person calling. Your idea, the idea is 20 calls. Same person. One o'clock in the morning. What's going on here? Amen. What's going on here? You start seeing signs everywhere. And then you start lying about it. Beware of lunch breaks and phone calls from the opposite sex. That's why a whole lot gets started, not only in the office, but just going to Olive Garden. Going out, just going out. Like, oh, we just going out. Yeah, you just going out. Yeah, you going out to get in something. You say, well, I'm, I'm not. I promise you I'm not. Well, let me tell you something. It just doesn't look good. A married man, a woman must not go out alone with the opposite sex for lunch. You say that, you know what the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5.22? Turn to it. You need to look at it. 
turn to it. First uh, Thessalonians five twenty two. It says, "Abstain from the every what? Abstain from the appearance of what? Abstain from the appearance of evil." In other words, if it doesn't look good, you don't do it. You know, it doesn't look good, you don't do it. <laughs> you know, I used the illustration last week about my going to the movie. And y'all would say, well, you know, we had a good time with that. And you were ooh and on. It could have been my first cousin, Faith, from Louisiana, came in. My wife could have had a headache. And we said, we're going to the movies together. My daddy's brother's daughter. He, but you don't know that. <laughs> That's my first cousin come in town. <laughs> But it still don't look good. And he said, well, yeah, I saw another woman. Yeah. You didn't know she was my first cousin. <laughs> just, just didn't look good. <laughs> just didn't look good. So I have to watch myself. Folk know me everywhere. Folk know me and won't even say they know me. Just to see if I'm who I am in another venue. You understand what I'm talking about? And let me tell you something. You can fool some of the people some of the time, but you can't fool all these folk all the time. Somebody's watching you, they know exactly what you're doing. And they see you. This town ain't that big. Thank you for tuning into this program for the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. Visit our website at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more. Tune in tomorrow as Pastor Draper continues to teach us from the Word of God. Thank you for joining us today. And may the Lord's blessings be upon you. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.